0: if you have your bible handy or whatever uh, platform you're using for that uh it's uh, second corinthians uh chapter 2 corinthians chapter 9 uh there's one verse here that i know is very familiar we hear it uh quoted especially during this season uh but it's it's one that certainly uh comes to my mind very often um it, it, it around christmas time uh but um it's one that we should we should think about not just in this season but because it is the christmas season i i want to kind of relate it to that and um it's eight simple words but there is so much uh truth here there are so many profound principles that i think are important for us to learn from these these eight words and of course in verse 15 as he ends this chapter he says, Thanks be unto God for his unspeakable gift, or in other translations, it's, it's the word indescribable. And uh, of course, the context is uh, there had been those believers that had, had given Paul some uh, care and concern and provided for his needs. And uh, he's using that occasion to draw their attention back to the, the greatest gift. Uh, that has ever been given to humankind, and of course that 's jesus christ we We talk about that, we sing about it, we praise the Lord for it during the season but again i I want to draw our attention uh to that uh as well, and you know one of the many things believers think about and 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 probably most of you participate in is gift giving uh during the season, and you know what there's certainly nothing wrong or sinful uh about that, especially if we do it with the right heart attitude and the right mindset about what it's all about. Uh, Actually, I think it's a, it's a good thing that we do it uh, because again, it serves as a reminder for what the the principles are in this very verse that we just read. And so, so I think that this verse, uh, it should serve as both a a prayer uh, and a proper perspective on, on gifts and specifically the, The greatest gift that was ever given uh, to mankind. And so I want to share maybe five principles that that I um, can see in this verse that I think Paul is giving us here. And um, you may come up with others or or some additional ones, but I think there are five general ones that at least came to my mind as I once again return to the this particular verse. The first one is this, is that thankfulness for the gospel should always be present within our hearts. Thankfulness for the gospel, um, uh, even despite current circumstances. Now I know that's hard, um, but there should be within the depths of our soul a, a thankfulness for what God has done. And one of the blessings that I receive from uh, being on this uh, this prayer call when I'm able to as well, Is the fact that I see hearts that are so genuine, uh, and and people that are so um, just overwhelmed by the fact that God has saved them, and uh, what what a wonderful thing that is! Thankfulness in our hearts, you know. Again, uh, Thanksgiving is another holiday that kind of sets off the or begins the holiday season, as it were. And I've often said, and I try to remind myself of this every year. And that is, you know, thankfulness should not be uh, simply an annual event, at least in our hearts and minds. I think it should be an everyday occurrence. And that is that we wake up and we thank God for, as the writer of the Old Testament says, that um, we can wake up and see his mercy and his grace. They are new every morning and we can proclaim and say along with him, great is thy faithfulness thankful for the gospel and what it's done. Let's face it, folks. Let's ask ourselves this question. Where would we be without it in such a world in which we live? Where would we be without the wonderful gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ? You know, one who is rarely thankful, and sometimes we come across those like that. They're professing Christians, and many times they never have anything good to say about anything, and that's unfortunate because what it reveals is it reveals that uh, that person is immature spiritually, and they they are not growing in grace as we 're commanded to do in the scripture so thankfulness is the first one number two uh recognize the source of all blessings and notice that he says "Thanks be to whom he says, "Thanks be to god and I think we all well know, but it 's again it 's a good reminder that uh that everything. That we have in our lives, or I could word it this way: anything good in our lives is from the good hand of a good God, and I think that that's what we should um, uh, always remind ourselves. Uh, anything that is good that that occurs in our life, it's from a source, and that source is a person, and that person is a good God. You know, even when we are blessed by others. And what a wonderful thing that is when when other believers they, they come alongside and they are an encouragement to us and and so forth. Even that we can trace back the source of that is God moving on that believer or or believers to to help us along. So everything that we have, the source of it is from God. Thirdly, the gift of salvation is so great and so wonderful that it cannot be described in human words. And that's why the the significant word in this verse is unspeakable, or again, maybe some have it as indescribable. Um, And and uh, it, it simply means this, is that there are not human terms or words that can fully and completely describe the wonder and the awe and all the things that are involved in the good news of salvation, um, it, you know we we read we read our scripture, and I'm sure that many of you on here you read your Bibles, and do you ever come across a passage or, or passages, and you you just you, you can't uh, put it into terms of how wonderful and great and marvelous it really is, and uh, it's interesting. Uh, Paul was one of those individuals who I don't think was ever at a loss for words, probably. But he did come. He did. There were times, and he did come across points where he says, "I can't even describe how wonderful this really is." And you know what, folks? When we begin to look at how great the gospel is, and I'm sure we have dozens and dozens of testimonies on here of what God has done in your life. Um it's indescribable. It's wonderful. Um, and and we can only go so far down that road of human description of how wonderful it really is. And that's a great testimony to the love and the grace and the mercy of our Lord. And it's an indescribable gift. And uh, I'm sure that many of you can remember Christmas gifts when you were little. And uh, there are certain Christmases that stand out because of that certain thing that you wanted and you got, and you remember it still to this day. Um, and those are fond memories that we have, perhaps again, of our childhood. But you know, this is something that we will never get over, nor should we, this side of eternity. And that is the unspeakable gift uh, of of God's salvation in our hearts. And here's a, here's a fourth uh, principle, and that's this. Gifts are never deserved. Have you ever thought about that? Gifts are never deserved. Now, of course, we hear all of the secular idea of that. Well, it's it, it, Pastor Gray, it certainly is because it's whether I'm naughty or nice, isn't it? Uh, especially during this time of the season. Um, but you know what? Gifts are never deserved. Um, and um, you know what? I'll even add this. Birthday gifts are never deserved. You say, well, wait a minute. Um, It's my birthday. Well, if we were really uh, giving gifts to those who deserve it on our birthdays, all gifts should go to mothers uh, on birthdays. Right. All gifts should go to mothers. And of course, all the mothers on here are going, amen, uh, because they're the ones that did all the work. We didn't do anything. Um, So um, if we're talking about deserving it, it should be the mothers. But my point is this, is that no gift is ever deserved. We don't we don't earn them. They're given to us and it's the same way with salvation. We didn't do anything to earn it and we can't do anything to earn it. God has given it to us as this marvelous, wonderful gift and that's why I believe and I encourage folks that that gift-giving doesn't have to be or go along with the secular uh uh, ideas of the glitz and all that the glamour of of uh, the, the the season as they make it out to be but it can be a great reminder for believers of just these principles and especially this one that the salvation this unspeakable gift that that i have received into my life is undeserved and what a great teachable moment that is for ourselves and our young people and our little ones uh, to tell them that, hey, as I give you this gift, it's not because you were naughty or nice. You're naughty, but I'm giving it to you anyway. What a principle from from a scripture! I think that that teaches us. And so, I would encourage us to be involved in that process and to 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 do it. Um, let me let me give you let me give you one more, and then I'll be finished. And that is, let us continue to pray for and be burdened by those who refuse such a gift. I think about this when, when I read that verse, thanks be to God for his unspeakable gift. Here, you know, we think about, and some of you, and, and again, like many of us in a few days are going to be receiving and exchanging, uh, giving gifts and so forth, and, and uh, many of them will be wrapped uh, in a beautiful uh, paper and ribbons, except if I wrap it, it, it's bad news when that happens, but um, you know, most of the time, you, you, you can receive these beautifully packaged gifts. And what comes to my mind often is this: is that many in the world, they if they if they hear they see the gospel, they hear it. We have given it to them. Maybe some of you are trying to give it to someone that you know, or a or, or a relative, or a a family member. And here's this package, as it were, symbolically speaking, it's wrapped, it's beautiful. It's it it is unspeakable in in what it is going to result in in that person's life. It's a beautiful package, and yet there are those who see it and they say, "No, nope, I don't want it." I think that's a very sad and tragic thing. And so my my encouragement, my admonishment to all of us: let's continue to have the burden that there will be those who will see this wonderful gift that has been given to them, and they will take it. And they will receive it as, as the Lord has provided it for them. Even though none of us, no person is ever deserving of this beautiful, unspeakable gift. Let us thank the Lord for it today. Amen, brothers and sisters in Christ.